What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for wrapping up your week with us. This is your Friday edition of Fantasy MLB Today. We're a Sports Ethos presentation, of course, and I'm your host, Joe Orico. You can find me on Twitter at JoeOrico99 and also at EthosFantasyBB, E-T-H-O-S FantasyBB. I know I beat you guys over the head with it every single day, and I appreciate you guys putting up with me. But I only say it so that you guys are taking in all the great work that our team is putting out there. Podcasts, articles, news and notes, tons of different stuff. There is a bullpen article. There are weekly weather articles that go out, buy low and sell high, two-start pitchers. There's a ton of great stuff that you can check out either on Twitter through the Ethos Fantasy BB page or at sportsethos.com if you're not somebody who is on Twitter as much. You can pretty much get all that same content there. And I say pretty much because you don't get the same tweets throughout the day that you would get if you're on Twitter like all the rest of us degenerates, but uh, I digress at that point. You guys don't need to necessarily see all the tweets if you're not on Twitter, but it does help. You know, our guys sending out little bits of information, pick up this guy. This guy got the eighth inning instead of the ninth inning. Our guys work very hard on their notes. So if you are somebody who has a Twitter account, go ahead and drop a follow and check in periodically to see what our guys are having to say. And also, hit the subscribe button on the podcast if you haven't done so already. If you're maybe somebody who finds the show through links or somebody sent it to you or whatever it is, hit the little plus button or the little subscribe or follow button or whatever it is. It helps you get the show easier. It helps me get more downloads on the show. Everybody wins. So without further ado, let's get the show actually going here. We are going to be talking today about something a little bit different than what I usually do. Uh, It's not something that I've done before on the show, but I put out a poll well, um, this will be you guys will be hearing this on Friday. I put out a poll on Thursday, just talking about which player among the elites at each position would you prefer to have for the rest of the year. I was an eight thread, uh, eight tweet thread, and I just listed out pretty much the four best players to this point at each position. With there's some tinker in there because you know some players apply at are are eligible at multiple positions, so I didn't want to put. Bobby Witt Jr. at third and at short. I didn't want to put Mookie at second and the outfield. You know, there's certain things like that, and I just chose one position, typically the player's primary position, where I could. It it didn't always work out like that, but it pretty much did. Uh, Mookie this season, I can't remember exactly how it's broken down. Let me just double-check. So he's played second 11 times. He's been at right field 40 times. He's been at shortstop seven times. So I did list Mookie as a second baseman for this exercise, so I guess that's the only place where I cheated a little bit. But... Regardless, we are going to go through these players, and not ne- not just necessarily these players. They're the ones we're going to focus on the most, but I was mostly just interested in your thoughts, and I'll give you my thoughts on who will be the number one player at each position come the end of the season. Who would you want to take? So let's start off with the first tweet here. Starting pitcher. The four options that I gave, and again, it wasn't always exactly the top four because sometimes that just doesn't really work for a poll. If I was going to just go by the top four starting pitchers, it would have been Joe Ryan, Shane McClanahan, Mitch Keller, and Nathan Eovaldi. Technically speaking, if you're looking at the way that Yahoo does their rankings, I did tinker a little bit here and there. But generally speaking, you're looking at four of the best, if not the four best at each position. So the four pitchers that I put in this poll, Spencer Strider, Shane McClanahan, Joe Ryan, and Garrett Cole. Number one in the poll right now is Spencer Strider with 44%. Shane McClanahan, 38%. And then we got Garrett Cole at 13 Joe Ryan at 5%. I think you have to go with Strider. I mean, I know there's been a little bit of volatility in his starts recently. There's been a couple that were not as great. You know, he's given up a lot of base runners and whatnot. But you look at the strikeouts, looking at even though it's been, you know, a bad couple of weeks, he's got a 130 whip over the last couple of weeks, 357 ERA, which... It's funny, but it's bad for him. But, you know, for the season, sub-3 ERA, he's got a 104 whip. 
He's nearly got 100 strikeouts already. In 57 innings, Spencer Strider has 97 strikeouts. It's a historic historic kind of number that we're going to see from him probably at the end of the season if he's able to pitch a, you know close to 200 innings. We might see like 350 strikeouts. Like I really don't know what what the upper limit is here for, but he strikes out like 10 batters every single game, 10, 11 batters. Sometimes, you know, he's an off night and gives you seven or whatever, but Long story short, I agree with the respondents on the poll. I'm taking Spencer Strider over all these guys. I'd probably put Shane McClanahan second as well. And then, honestly, between Joe Ryan and Garrett Cole, I honestly might go with Joe Ryan over Garrett Cole. Just based on what we've seen recently from Cole, he's walking a lot more batters than we're used to. He's not really getting the strikeouts that we're used to. He's about you know a strikeout per inning, which for him is pretty miserable. 67 innings, 70 strikeouts. You know, Last year, he threw 200 innings at 257 strikeouts. A little bit of concern there, but at the end of the day, he's still fine, and that's what kind of the fun thing in this exercise is. You can't really pick a bad answer. They're all going to be very good, but I think Spencer Strider is the pitcher. If you were drafting again today, he would be the guy that you would take first. You might even take him first overall in a draft. Like, okay, probably not over Acuna, but you could make an argument that Spencer Strider should be a top five pick. Like, if you're drafting for next season right now or if you're redoing this year, however you want to frame the exercise – Good chance that he's the number one starting pitcher based on the strikeouts, based on the good team context, based on everything. Strider is ridiculous. So I would agree uh, Strider is the number one guy that I would want to have there as well. Next, we moved on to first base. And this one is kind of interesting because first base is a very top-heavy position. The four guys in this poll, Freddie Freeman, Pete Alonso, Paul Goldschmidt, and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. 50% of the people who responded to the poll said Freddie Freeman. 50%. 24% for Pete Alonso, 15 for Vladdy, and 11% for Paul Goldschmidt. It's interesting. You know, Freddie Freeman is definitely right up there, but the fact that he is so much more wanted than Paul Goldschmidt at this point, and I, I think that they're honestly pretty damn close in terms of like the statistical output. Let me just double check that, but I think they're pretty damn close. Um, let's see. They both have nine homers. Goldschmidt has seven steals, where Freeman has six. Uh, 31 RBIs to 25 for Freeman, 42 runs to 36, and the batting average is about 30 points higher. It's, it's, don't get me wrong. Freeman has been better than Paul Goldschmidt this season, but it's kind of marginal. It's funny that Goldschmidt is the bottom of that poll. For me, it honestly might be Pete Alonso would be at the bottom of the poll, arguably. Even though Pete Alonso <coughs> is fantastic, he's an MVP candidate probably, He's not giving you a great batting average, and he's not giving you stolen bases, where all the other guys are. I know Vladdy is probably not going to give you a ton of steals, but batting 301 with two steals. Goldschmidt's batting 292 with seven steals. Freeman's batting 325 with six steals. They're all going to give you good power numbers, good counting stats. Now, the home runs are going to be probably better with Alonzo than you're going to see with any of the other guys. You know, Vladdy's power has not been great recently. Goldschmidt's power is, you know, it's still it's still very good, but... No one is going to touch Alonzo just from that power perspective. I just don't know if that's enough for me personally where I would say I'd rather have Pete Alonzo than Goldschmidt or Vladdy. I think I would take both of them, probably prioritizing Goldschmidt just ever so slightly over Vlad because he is giving you more steals. He's also giving you more homers than Vlad has. Across the board, he has been better than Vlad has so far, really. I mean, Vlad... Flat is still amazing, and again, like I said with the pitcher question, there's no really wrong answer to this. You could go any number of ways with these questions, and you could honestly pick any four of these guys, and I wouldn't really fault you. But I think Freddie Freeman is probably the safest, considering the ridiculous production you're getting from all five categories. Over the last month, 
He's the number one player in fantasy. 24 runs, 24 RBIs in the last month. That's only 114 at-bats he's done that. Six homers, five steals. He's batting 360 in that time frame. He's ridiculous. So no question that Freddie Freeman, maybe not no question, but no real argument for me that Freddie Freeman is, is the number one second baseman rest of season. But realistically, this is probably the closest poll just based on the top heavy level of talent that we're seeing here uh, at the first base position. But let's keep it going. This one, it kind of gets a little bit tricky with second base because there are some good options at the top, but there's also, you know, I was trying to do this based on production to this point. So I didn't put Jose Altuve in there, you know, so it does make it a little bit, a little bit more tricky. But the four options that I had, Marcus Semien, Tyro Estrada, Nolan Gorman, and Mookie Betts. The interesting thing to me through this point is that there's been about 200 people who voted on this particular poll. Zero people have voted for Tyro Estrada. Tyro Estrada, who is batting over 300 with six homers, he's got 12 stolen bases, batting at the top of the uh, the Giants lineup. He's batting second, but it's still at the top. And he has not a single person who has voted for him. Well, 11% of people have voted for Nolan Gorman. I find that to be kind of interesting. I personally, I, I don't know which one I would rather go with off the top of my head. Like, honestly, just thinking about it, probably Estrada because you're getting more steals. You're trading steals for homers, essentially. You're probably getting good batting average from both. I... It's tricky, but I'd probably take Estrada there if I really had to think about it. But the fact that zero people voted for him. The number one respondent was Mookie Betts at 46%, followed by Marcus Semien at 43%. But even that one is kind of a head-scratcher for me. Semien has more runs. He has more RBIs, more steals, and a better batting average. The only place he's lacking, falling behind Betts, is on homers, and that's by three. You know, the eligibility is something maybe, but you know, outfield eligibility for bets is the only thing that he has over Semi, and Semyon's also got second and short eligibility. So honestly, for this one, I I disagree to some extent. I would take Marcus Semyon over the rest of the field at second base the rest of the season. Not to say that he's gonna bat three hundred, but you know, to this point he's the number two fantasy player. He's given you a hell of a lot of everything. All the players in that Rangers lineup, the counting stats have been absolutely absurd. Forty five runs, forty ribbies to this point of the season. I think it's just gonna keep going. The Dodgers, we knew coming into the year that their offense wasn't going to be quite what we've come accustomed to. You know, I, I wasn't expecting it to be amazing. And it's still been good in certain places. Like, they're third in runs, they're fourth in slugging, they're fifth in OPS, second in homers. They're also 23rd in batting average. They're 20th in hits. They're not stealing a lot of bases. So there are things that are a little bit different about this Dodgers lineup. Not that they've ever been a huge base-stealing team, but they're not as good, I don't think, offensively as the top of that Rangers order. So I honestly think I would give the edge to Marcus Simeon here. It is close, but I, I think I, Marcus Simeon is the second baseman that I would want to have for the rest of the season. Third base, this one was interesting as well. It was probably the most lopsided poll, honestly, the third base one. Rafael Devers, Josh Young, Nolan Arenado, and Matt Chapman. I figured this one was going to come down to Arenado and Rafael Devers. You know, I just couldn't put anybody else here, really. Like, you know, you want to put... Austin Riley, can't really justify that. Maybe Christopher Morrell I could have put in, or Bragman, but they haven't really done much so far this season. Matt Chapman started off on a complete tear. He's cooled off a little bit, but he's picked up a little bit over the last week. A couple of dingers, he's stolen a base. The one that I was really interested to see the results on was Josh Young. I wanted to see how in people were on Josh Young, and 7% of people said they would take him. I don't know. Like, I'm not taking him over Devers, but man, Raphael, or, um, Josh Young, to this point of the season, he has 67 runs in RBIs. Again, that Rangers lineup is just pumping out runs in RBIs. He's got 11 homers. He's stolen a base. He's batting 273. And over the last week, he has three straight multi hit games with homers and 
three of his last four. Like he's just been really, really good. I was kind of interested to see if that would be, you know, somebody that might get more votes than you'd expect. I, it's it's probably lower than I would have expected at seven percent. I think Devers is the guy that you're taking, but I don't think it's so cut and dry, honestly, to say that yeah, he's definitely going to have a better season than even Arenado. You know, Devers is good, but he's not giving you great batting average. He's not stealing any bases for you. I was a little bit worried about the counting stats coming into the season, but they've been they've been good in that Red Sox lineup. It's more so about the batting average being shitty and not stealing any bases. Not that Young is going to steal many, not that Arenado is going to steal many, not that Chapman is going to steal many, but Devers is probably going to be a zero in that category. It is kind of tough to swallow, especially with the low batting average. It's almost like the you know Pete Alonso situation at third base, though. So I. I I think I would still take Devers here, but honestly, if you told me at the end of the year that Josh Young ended up having more value than Devers, it wouldn't stun me. It would surprise me a little bit, but it wouldn't be something where I'm saying, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, it, No, it wouldn't be. So Devers won that poll pretty handily. He got 69%, Arenado at 18 Josh Young at 7 and then Matt Chapman at 6%. Let's talk about shortstop. Let's move on to shortstop. And this one was very close for the top two names and then very, very far uh, for the other two. So which shortstop are you taking for the rest of 2023? We got Boba Shett, Wander Franco, Bobby Witt Jr., and Francisco Lindor. Those were the options that I put in there. Again, there was a bit of overlap here with Semyon has shortstop eligibility depending on where you look. Estrada does. Betts does. So I just decided to go with these four. And Boba Shett has... Just narrowly got the lead over Wander Franco, 46% to 45%. And then Bobby Witt Jr. at 5%, Francisco Lindor down at 4%. I'm taking, I'm taking Boba Shett here. Uh, very handily, I'm taking Boba Shett over Wander Franco. I think he does almost everything better except for steal bases. Franco's going to steal more bases for you, but other than that, Bo's going to put the ball in play more. He's got more power. I think that his team context is probably better. I know that it doesn't look like that, but I think that Tampa's – Probably going to cool off more so than people are expecting down the stretch. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up this pace that they've had the first couple of months. They already have started to cool down a little bit. The lineup context is better with Bo, and I think overall you're getting the better player there. Fantasy or real life, I'll, I'll take Bo there. The defense notwithstanding. Now, if you keep going, Bobby Witt and Francisco Lindor, 5% and 4%. It's tough, right? Bobby Witt Jr., you could make the argument for. I mean... Could you? I'm trying to make the argument for it in my head just to be a devil's advocate. But the low batting average, I mean, he's stealing a lot of bases. He's got power. But there's really, I mean, I put them in there knowing people weren't going to vote for them so much. But they were, the other guys who were being drafted, like Bobby Wood Jr. was a first-round draft pick. Lindor a lot of the time was going in like the third round, I want to say. It's been so long since we were drafting. But I believe the third round Lindor was going in. So it's not like they were crazy far behind these other guys. In fact, Franco was being drafted behind a lot of these guys. But Boba Shett, for me, Based on what he does, uh, he's the he's the shortstop that I would take over any other. And assuming yeah, Marcus Simeon doesn't have shortstop eligibility, and even if he did, I, I think that you could make a good case that you'd take Bo over Marcus Simeon as well. He is just that good. Bo Bichette, from a fantasy point of view, is just stupidly good. And now, if he starts to steal more bases, he'd be even better. He could end up being like literally a top five player. He stole a base. Uh, when was this? On Thursday or Wednesday? He stole a base on Wednesday. Hoping to see more of that, and then he could really, truly be like a top-five player. But in terms of just shortstops, I'm taking Bo Bichette over anybody else at this point for 2023. Next up, we got the backstop, looking at the catcher position. Sean Murphy, Will Smith, Salvador Perez, and Adley Rutschman. This one was actually, I believe, the closest of all the polls. Catcher is very tricky. 
But the guy who ended up pulling out on top, and again, the poll's results, are, they're not fully done yet. There's still time for you to go and vote if you want to. But Adley Rutschman, 32%. Sean Murphy at 30 Will Smith at 28 And then Sal Perez down at 10%. I don't know that Rutschman I would necessarily take over the other guys. I don't really honestly know that you can vote against Will Smith at this point. I mean, with the high batting average, the fact that he is in a good lineup, the fact that he actually might chip in a steal or two. He's got one. It won't be a lot, but, I mean, if you're looking at Rutschman, it'll probably be zero. Murphy, probably zero. Perez, probably zero. <coughs> Excuse me there, guys. Tickle in my throat every now and then that pops up. If you guys listen regularly, <coughs> you know about the, the odd cough I get. So apologies there. But I don't know how you can vote against Will Smith, considering the high batting average, considering everything he does so well. I just don't know that you can, you can look yourself in the face and say that Sal Perez is going to have more value in that lineup or that Sean Murphy is going to be able to maintain the torrid pace that he was on. In fact, he hasn't been over these last couple of weeks. He started to cool back down. Now, Adley Rutschman, you can make an interesting case for. But even then, I think the lineup context is so much better in Los Angeles that you kind of have to take Will Smith here. He'd be the guy that i go with. He came third in these poll results. Rutschman one, Murphy two, Smith three. I personally disagree. I, I think, it, honestly, you could go either way anyway. But the fact that Will Smith has the better team context to go along with the fact that he's batting over 300, and that's probably not fully sustainable, but maybe 280 kind of batting average could be the rest of the season play for him. I think that he is the guy that I would pretty easily uh, turn to here. It would be Will Smith. Now, if we keep it going into the outfield, I excluded ran, uh, excuse me, Ronald Acuna Jr. from this poll because he would have so clearly ran away with it, it wouldn't have even been close. The guys I included were Adelise Garcia, Randy Rosarena, Jordan Alvarez, and Josh Lowe. It really surprised me that Jordan Alvarez actually came out on top here. He's the one guy in this grouping that doesn't steal any bases. He's got zero steals. Now, am I looking, am I reading too much into that? Potentially. But when you're looking at a year where there's a lot of steals to go around, guys on your roster that have zero steals are going to be hurting you. That's why, you know, the comments about Devers and Pete Alonso earlier, those zero steal guys, unless you're specifically trying to, like, punt in a head-to-head situation, they're going to be losing some value. Now, Alvarez is still hitting your home runs. He's got great, you know, team contacts and everything else. But I can't say that I would take him over Randy Rosarena, you know, over any of these guys, really. I mean, when I take over Josh Lowe, yeah. Other than that, I don't know that I would take Alvarez, especially with the hand injury in the background. I don't think it's going to be a, a big thing, but you never really know if something like that could prop up or could crop up again. We saw it, I believe it was last August. He just was zapped of his power because of it. It's definitely a concern. I think if you're looking here, for, for, for me anyway, I would order them probably a Rosarena, Adelise Garcia, and then Jordan Alvarez, and then Josh Lowe. Call me crazy. But I'm fully bought in on Adelise Garcia. I think Randy Rosarena is excellent as well. And even Josh Lowe has been fully breaking out this season. Wouldn't shock me to see him return like a top 30-40 season and honestly outperform Alvarez. I think it's possible just based on the steals, just based on everything. If he is playing consistently, which, you know, he's, he's not playing against lefties, but you can live with that with the production he's given you, especially in a daily changes league. I think, honestly... You, you could even make the argument that Josh Lowe will have more value than, than Jordan Alvarez for the rest of the season. We don't know what's going to happen with the Rays and how they're going to end up doing things, but as of right now, it's really close. I would not take – Jordan Alvarez ran away with this poll. 62%, 23% for a Rosarena, and then 8% for Lowe, 7% for Adelise. 
I disagree. I, I would not take Jordan Alvarez, not over these guys, not by that margin anyway. Maybe in a coin flip situation, you might do it just because of the raw talent and power. But I don't think you could you could do that based on the lack of steals and based on the injury concerns as well. I think it's probably a Rosarena one at least two, Alvarez three, and then Josh Lowe at number four. The last poll, the last position we're going to look at here is for relief pitchers. I put in Felix Batista, Josh Hader, Devin Williams, and Camilo Doval. For me personally, I think you probably have to go with Josh Hader. He's just so, so good. Felix Batista is ranked a little bit higher than Josh Hader, but I think a lot of that does come down to this, uh, the wins that he has. He's, the strikeouts are also absurd for Adelise, or for, excuse me, wow, for Felix Batista there. Uh, brain went out to lunch for a half second there. Batista does have 50 strikeouts in 25 innings, so that is like just stupid value. Every time he's going out there, he's striking out pretty much everybody. But I think it is kind of hard to go against Josh Hader in that track record as well. He's giving you better ERA. He's got a better whip. You know, he's got the same amount of saves. He doesn't have those three wins that Batista has, and I honestly wonder if he did have a couple of wins, which are pretty much all luck-based, if he would be, like, ranked higher in a player Raider. But the way the results played out, 38% for Josh Hader, 30% for Felix Batista, 22% for Devin Williams, and then 10% for Camilo Doval. I'm not a huge Doval guy. He has been really good this season. And same with Devin Williams. I've never been a huge Devin Williams guy, acknowledging the talent and everything, but also been just a little bit nervous about him having a full-time closer role like he had down the stretch last season and, and this season as well. But he is impressed. You know, he has a .59 ERA, a .85 whip, seven saves. He's been, he's been excellent. They've all been excellent. And that's the thing with this whole exercise, like I mentioned a couple times off the top. There's not really a wrong answer you can give for any of these. They're all going to be so great. Okay, maybe you don't want to take, you know, Tyro Estrada over over some of the other second basemen that I was listing. Like, okay, you maybe, okay, you don't want them over Semyon. Sure, but I think for the most part, you can look at a lot of these polls and say you could go any which way with them, and you wouldn't really be wrong to do so. Uh, you know, there's just so many great options at the top of these boards. This is more just for me trying to, you know, have fun for a day, try and figure out, okay, who are you guys taking, hypothetically speaking, if you just had to pick one player for the rest of the season. And just to go over my picks one more time, Spencer Strider would be my starting pitcher. Freddie Freeman would be my first baseman. Marcus Semien would be my second baseman. I would take Rafael Devers as my third baseman still, while acknowledging that it might not be as clear-cut as we might think. Boba Shett would be my shortstop. My catcher would be Will Smith. Uh, outfield, I would take Randy Rosarena. And then as a relief pitcher, I would go with Josh Hader. That would be my dream team for the rest of the season. Let me know what you guys think. Shoot me messages on Twitter. What's your dream team for the rest of the season? Who would you take at each position? Who is your favorite outfielder of the group? Oh, any kind of questions, comments, anything you guys got, always happy to answer and respond at JoeOrico99. Also, make sure you're checking out Ethos Fantasy BB. I know I drive you guys freaking nuts probably. But that's because I want you to be absorbing all the great content from the guys. So make sure you're checking it out there. If you're not on Twitter, then check us out at sportsethos.com and you get pretty much all that same content. Guys, I hope you enjoy the weekend. I'm going to be up at a cottage with a few friends this weekend, enjoying some sun, enjoying some beers, hanging out on the dock, and just trying to relax a little bit. But I hope you guys have similar vibes going on this weekend. Have a couple drinks, see some friends, family, and just enjoy with some baseball. But guys, until Monday, have a great weekend. Take care. Enjoy. And we'll see you next week. Cheers.